we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Oh, hit that beat. What's up, Miami? We're going live on a Saturday night. It is Art Basel weekend. Are you guys stuck in traffic while watching this? I hope so. I dedicate this episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast for those that are out there in traffic trying to get to the party. Okay, I know there's a party out there you're trying to get to, but you can't go. You know why? Because there's a lot of people from other cities hogging up those roads. I bet you are missing the pandemic, aren't you? Remember when the pandemic made those roads very, very clear? There wasn't anyone out there for like a good nine months. And now we are back quickly stuck in traffic. Welcome to the Miami Comedy Podcast, everybody, where we go live Almost every day to talk to you about what's going on in Miami. What's up, Milena? I got friends posting your posts. Oh, yeah. I'm finally getting some recognition. I figured out how to be funny. You want to know the secret, Milena? It's called buying Instagram ads. (laughs) Here's the thing about being funny on the Internet, guys. Your friends are going to say you ain't nothing. But as soon as you put $500 on an Instagram ad, a bunch of strangers are going to be saying, this is amazing. And the whole time you were thinking, it's like, I thought it was me the whole time. It looks like it was just my friends. So if you guys ever want to be comedians, make sure you got fat wallets because your friends are going to tell you you suck. And why would they tell you you're good? That's what friends are for. They're supposed to bring down your self-esteem so you can stay at their level. I figured life out. If you ever want to do anything creative, your friends are not going to support. Bottom line, bring that beat back. So, now that I'm writing podcast topics, now that I'm writing memes, now that I'm writing um, reels, I'm writing sketches now, things are getting better and better. What's up, Mars? Terry Wayne says, I hear ya. Asdot. Yeah, it's just human nature, guys. Those that are close to you do not want to see you thrive. You know why? It's because they love you. It's not their fault. They love you. You know, and your art is going to take you to the next level. So they're like, hey, dude, you know, your art kind of sucks. And you're like, wait, wait, wait a second. Before I take what you're telling me at face value, let me go on Instagram, put $500 on this meme right quick, and let me get a second opinion by hundreds, maybe thousands of other people. No, don't do it, Manny. No. It looks like your opinion ain't shit. I told myself I wouldn't cuss, but I had to make a point on that one. Let's cut the beat. Let's make this one a, an acapella. Um, so the European Art Basel, I think, is happening at the same time, or I think it's a different time. But I posted a meme today that I've always had in my head. The Miami culture and the European culture are obviously two different things. So when art shows up into their respective areas, how do we receive it? How does Miami receive art? Miami is looking for the next big party. The only difference is there's now a sculpture somewhere in the corner. Okay? Now, when the Europeans have the Art Basel, they have, you know, touring artists showing up. And they have that here in Miami, too. But while they're touring here in the city of Miami, they're looking for the next big plug. Right? I think the biggest work of art that you can find in the city of Miami is the wonderful cocaine. The cocaine here is so good that... I believe the, sh- the drug dealers here that serve this, the cocaine in Miami should be Somaliers, just like the people that serve up wine at your favorite restaurant. 
Madame, this is your Pinot Noir that you have ordered. And then they take off the cork. They make you smell the cork, right? The same thing, but for cocaine. Gentlemen, your eight ball has arrived. Measured to the finest gram. And take a sniff. Can you taste the earthy notes of the coca leaves from Colombia? Those are vegan, organic, 100% coca leaves that you are sniffing there, sir. And by the way, that subtle ocean aroma is where the brick was found. Here by, by Miami Beach. Oh, what a wonderful drug. I can really taste it. The high comes in smooth and stays in strong. That is the work of art here in Miami, ladies and gentlemen. The cocaine is a wonderful thing. Unless it has fentanyl, but then you're stuck, you know. It's always a gamble if you ever try the cocaine here in Miami. Asdot, the druggie, says yum. <laughs> this is a comedy show, Asdot, okay? You don't know who's watching with you. You might as well give yourself away. I'll back you up, Asdot. If you ever get in trouble for what you just said on the chat, I'd show up to court and I'd be like, Your Honor, it's comedy. He should not, or she, should not be... Uh, castigated for saying a comment. How do you even know she was referring to that? What's up, Natalia? So here's the thing that I've learned about European culture. Uh, Number one, they're very cultured. Um, I love European culture. I've never been to Europe. One day, I hope. But I do listen to a lot of the BBC radio. I love a lot of European bands. Uh, In the 80s, the the Europeans had rhythm. They still kind of do, you know. The Europeans kind of blended with the Jamaican vibe and they have like you know uh dance hall and and they made a lot of like uh hip-hop beats uh and then they kind of like took it to the next level with like trip hop and all that so like the music in europe is really good right the djs there like if you turn on bbc radio in europe they have some of the best mixes you'll ever hear and they pull out the vinyl and they bring up like you could listen to like lou rawls one minute and then it'll go to like some disco obscurity the next minute in the European radio waves. Like, the BBC doesn't even have commercials. They just have news breaks. And they have BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three. And then when you listen to every BBC radio station, it's a different vibe. But you don't know what to expect. So when it comes to being cultured, the Europeans are pretty good. And with art, too. You know what I mean? Here in Miami, uh, I could play, you know, if I put 99 Jams and Power 96, they're probably playing the same song at the same time. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So here in Miami, but here's why. Here's why Miami is the way it is. Uh, First things first. um, Hold on, I got to record this. I always forget to record this. First things first. The reason why Miami is the way it is is because Miami has a very specific way of being cultured. And and what I mean by that is in order for you to be cultured, you have to reculture Miami culture. If you're not part of the Miami culture, you're not cultured here. (laughs) So, like, for example, if... A European artist, no, as I say, someone from Europe were to look at a piece of art, they would see it and then they would say, that is a good work of art. Look at all the details. This is a classic and all that. If you bring that into Miami, they would probably be like, this sucks. This is boring. This is outdated. But then if you were to bring a Miami piece, you know, with like the Pac-Man face with the dollar signs in his eyes and on his tongue, holding on to a bunch of cash and like a phone, right? Then the European would look at that and be like, what the hell are you looking at? Is this, the, is this Pac-Man? 
And then we as Miamians would be like, this is this is dope. We got a Facebook comment. Danny says, let me be your let me get your plug, bro. Uh, I'm not really much of a plug seeker. But if I do find uh, someone in our comedy shows, as a matter of fact, one of the best places you can find the plug, Danny, head on over to the comedy shows. You'd be surprised. Hell, even some of the comedians are out there serving. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, in uh, Europe, even though they're very cultured in terms of art and music, their food sucks. It's in reverse here in Miami. Our food is amazing. But we don't appreciate things that are different. I'm going to say it again. It's a, it's a give and take when it comes to being cultured in the city of Miami because Miami, we use adobo, we use sazon, right? We, we cook delicious Latin food, Latino food, Cuban food, Argentinian steaks, you name it. Colombian bakeries, it's delicious. If you go to Europe, have you ever been to a Europe? You don't even got to go to Europe to get a taste of what the food is like. Go to a European pub. Go to a European pub and just buy something off the appetizer menu. I swear to God, I went to a 100% European pub over in like, where was it? Where did I go? I think this was in like, uh, what was the last place I went to? Was it Seattle? No, no, not Seattle. I think it was Cleveland. I went to a, a British pub in Cleveland owned by a British family. I swear to God, I got the crackers and cheese. It was, the, it, it was a big cracker. It wasn't even separated crackers. No salt. Like, not saltine. One bland white, and I'm not saying this racially. Like, this is, this is facts. One bland white cracker in the shape of a circle with Munster cheese laid on top of it and apple slices. That is an atrocity in the city of Miami. We'd flip the table. Right? However, if you listen to their music... If you look at the art, if you look at the animation, if you look at anything else in terms of European culture, it's way more developed than it is in the city of Miami. But at least we're eating good. At least we're eating good, uh, Bartholomew. I don't, I don't have any good European names. That's the best I can come up with. But Miami Art Basel, I, I'm not going to lie. There's some good galleries out there. Uh, Natalia says, food in Europe sucks. Uh Everyone except for the Brits would be offended. That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe I just uh, based my entire European experience through that one pub in Cleveland. That's a fair point. But I think what I mean is, where do they have the basil? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong here. European art basil. All right, North America, Europe, Asia. Art Basel is a foreign foreign profit, all right, at least they're honest, privately owned and managed international art fair staged annually in Basel, Switzerland, Miami Beach, Florida, and Hong Kong. Art Basel works in collaboration with the host city's local institutions to help grow and develop art platforms. While Art Basel provides a platform for galleries to show and sell their work to buyers, it has gained a large international audience of art spectators and students as well. Let me see. Where is it in Europe? Art Basel started in 1970 by Basel Gallerists. Oh, wait a second. I have a way to display my screen now. Oh, we are professional. Oh, but I got to work on the green screen. All right. I stand corrected. I stand corrected, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to 
Nat- Natalia. It's not in. It's not in Britain. It is in Switzerland, because it started in Basel, Switzerland. We learned something new today, and I ain't mad for being wrong. I actually love shit like this. It is also in Hong Kong, which started in 2008. Angus Montgomery. See, that sounds like a British name. (laughs) Angus is a way more British name than Bartholomew. Angus Montgomery, arts and the events organizer, Tim Etchells. See, this sounds already like it's not Basel, Switzerland. This sounds like British. Launched Art Hong Kong. Sparking investor interest in Hong Kong. MCH brought... Bought it out in 2013 to create Art Basel Hong Kong. Held in Hong Kong. I get it. Why do you got to repeat it so much? Hong Kong it is. Uh, a, a record attendance of 88,000 visitors. Among them directors, curators, trustees, and patrons from over 130 leading international museums and institutions. On display were 242 galleries from 35 countries and territories. The 2020 edition of the fair was canceled due to a spread of coronavirus. The 2021 Hong Kong exhibition ran from the 19th to the 23rd at the Hong Kong Convention and Exhibition Center with 104 galleries from around the world. Now, let me ask you this. How many galleries are from around, how many international galleries are in Miami currently during Art Basel? Okay, I've been I was in one art gallery. I think the only art gallery I went to this year was this one in Art Tech House, which was quite nice. I forget the artist's name. I think his name is Vince. And it was a Yoruba, Yoruba, no, it was a Yoruba-based art theme. And when you go inside of Art Tech House, it is this, uh, how do I describe it? It's, it's Afrocentric where the African religion that is Yoruba is in display in a futuristic 3D rendering way. And there's, like, poetry and some musical beats played in the background as you go through all these galleries. It was an amazing experience. And that kind of solidified to me that Art Basel in Miami isn't as pretentious as I thought it was, or as people might say. But you got to go deep into the trenches to find these art galleries in Miami because when you go to, like, the generic surfacey stuff, of Miami when it comes to Art Basel, it's always some sort of, uh, you know, Scrooge McDuck doing a dive into a bunch of gold coins, right? It's always, it's always like centered around that. There's always money involved. Richie Rich holding on to two money bags, right? Casper the Ghost with Bitcoin logos in his face. It's always some random psychedelic graffiti that has... That has no depth to it. Like, you just look at it and you're like, this is Miami Art Basel. What does this have to do with anything? You know, you go to Wynwood Walls. One of the most popular pieces in Wynwood Walls is a, is a baby looking like the Hulk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What does the baby, what does a green baby Hulk represent in life as art? Well, you know, a baby, when he's brought into the world... He goes through a lot of struggles. And then that baby has to live life without any skills or knowledge from scratch. And that enrages the baby. And so the Hulk is the representation of that rage. Oh, that's so deep. (laughs) I get it now. Wow. That'll be $28 million. 
for the art piece. Now I'm good. I'm good. I got the message. Let's see. What do we got here on the chat? I can introduce you to some people, but that all I can do. But there is art and a piece of your character that you share. That's art. Anything is art. If you really look at it. Anything that is created by human beings, one way or another, is art. Okay? This container is a work of art. Because it's measured in a particular way. It's got a really good uh, handle on its side. It makes me feel rugged. Uh, It's somewhat transparent. And uh, it keeps me hydrated. What a work of art. If it wasn't for this bottle, I would have been dehydrated this whole day. And I wouldn't be able to do this podcast live with you all. So thank you to the maker of this bottle. You are an artist, ma'am or sir. Blessed. All right, so as always, guys, every time I go on this podcast, we are what we're doing is we're writing comedy on the fly. We are attempting to make art together. The only difference is I get all the credit for it because when I post it, I'm going to put my name on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm the one blathering here. So I'm going to go ahead and share a piece of, uh, of content that I'm going to be putting out probably tomorrow. So I want to show the difference between the European Art Basel. And now that I know it's in Switzerland, the piece can be even better now, right? Because I would have messed up and made it British-themed. And then, you know, somebody in the comments would be like, uh, excuse me, Manny. If you knew your stuff, oh, I'm sorry. If you were really cultured, you would have known that Art Basel Europe is not based in England. It is actually based in Basel, Switzerland. Therefore, this entire sketch is wrong. I don't care if it's comedy. I got to point out that it's wrong. That's what we do on the internet. If you miss an apostrophe anywhere, you're going to get called out on it. Be lucky you didn't get canceled for British appropriation. Oh, you're getting it. Here we go. I'm getting all worked up now, thinking about whoever this person is that I made up in my head just now. (laughs) Sometimes role-playing gets me upset. You know what I'm saying? The person I'm role-playing can be upsetting every once in a while. So, I'm working on a piece of content, and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to portray the difference between Miami culture and Basel, Switzerland culture, a.k.a. European culture, when it comes to art. So, what I'm going to do is I'm thinking about taking an angle of, you know, I would use this green screen, and it would be me, like, looking at, the, the piece of art or whatever. And then uh, it would be like a really uh, over-the-top, money-themed piece of art. And as a Miamian, you know, I've got like the hat put on backwards. And I'm wearing like, you know, F-boy attire. Maybe like, you know, some sunglasses or something. And I'm looking at this art piece. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this is such a dope piece, man. It really shows the hustle and the grind that's in us as a culture, you know. Like, everything about this just speaks to me, man, because every day you got to go chase that bag, you know? And then, I'll, and then, like, we can showcase, like, a European culture. It's like, you know, you can really see the struggle of the human being through the eyes of this painting. Everything about this is an absolute work of art. From the single line over here to the left to this particular hair strand to the right, everything about this is just absolutely lovely. If I wake up every morning and look at this, I would feel 
inspired to make a difference in the world, right? And then we'd switch it up. We'd have the Miami guy looking at that art piece. like, yo, what the hell am I looking at, man? What is this? Why is her hair looking like this? This is boring. When was this? When was this? 1800s. This was done this year. Man, they got to upgrade, man. There's no money. Where's the money in this painting? How can you call this art if there's not a stack of money around? <laughs> and then we'd have the European look at the Miami art and being like, this is absolutely atrocious. I have no idea what the relationship between Pac-Man and Bitcoins is. <laughs> So this is what we're going to work on. This is a, this is a sketch in the, in the process. I mean, what would you guys like to see in that sketch? Put it on the chat. If it's good, I might sneak it in there. You know, I'll try to, like, uh, find a way. I try to keep the sketches, like, 30 seconds to a – well, I mean, I got no choice. But I like to keep it at 30 seconds, right? 30 seconds is kind of like the sweet spot for sketches because you guys are busy scrolling. I understand, right? You guys are looking for the next big thing on your timeline. You don't want that sketch to be too long. You want an in, out, laugh, laugh, and then you leave, right? In and out. Come on, man. We got things to do, Manny. We got food to look at. We got booties to see. We got, come on, man. Get to it. What's the punchline? That's why memes are so good. Memes are like, pow, pow. And you guys are like, all right, like, thank you, goodbye. Manny, see you tomorrow. Please don't post anything for the next 24 hours. I get it. I understand. I get the timeline structure. Sergio P1K says NFTs. I already did an NFT set, uh, sketch, Sergio. If you go on my timeline, the one where I'm a rapper, and oh, yeah, you know what I almost forgot to mention? I would like to build on a character uh, called Easy ETH, right? And Easy ETH is going to be the first crypto rapper. You know how a lot of rappers out there are rapping about making money, making it rain, buying big things, doing big things. Uh, the crypto rapper Easy ETH is going to be rapping about NFTs, going to be rapping about Bitcoin, going to be rapping about Coinbase, going to be rapping about investing digital assets, going to be rapping about DeFi. <laughs> He's going to be rapping about smart contracts. Got my house opening up with my cell phone. Easy ETH, everybody. And he's going to have the Ether logo under his eye like a teardrop. Right? And then I'm going to start rapping. I was going to go with little ETH, but every guy, every person that tries to mock current rappers always add little. It's a little, it's a little unoriginal. <laughs> So I think Easy ETH would be a little more of a, an original name because, I mean, everybody has a little something, right? A little this, a little that. How about Easy ETH? Easy does it. Money men on that. Let's see. Make the European buy the Miami painting despite not getting it. Oh, look at Natalia. Look at Natalia. All right, but here's how I, I'd switch it up, Natalia. The punchline would be, um, I like that. I can go that direction. Well done, Natalia. So for those that are listening to the podcast, just know Natalia helped out with the punchline here. Here's how it would end. So I'll get that idea and remix it to when they, instead of the European buying the Miami art piece, 
they both buy each other's art piece. But the way the European buys, no, we'll switch it first. We'll say the Miami. No, no. The European buys the art piece, and all he does is pull out his cell phone and be like, even though I don't understand this art piece, I'm certain that you savage, I mean, uncultured Miamians have some sort of merit. And then he pulls out his cell phone, and he pays for it through his cell phone. And then the Miami would be like, oh, you going to buy my art piece and you think I, ain't, I can't afford yours? And then he pulls out a stack of money and throws it on his face. Oh, and that, go, and that portrays the difference in the cultures between the two. I'm just a European who just came home from Art Basel. <laughs> hey, Natalia. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and saving the next piece of content. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll ask you one question there, uh, Natalia. What is um, what is a good dish from Europe that you would say represents the generic title of European food? Okay. What is a good dish? Put it on the chat, and we'll look it up online. As you do that, we're going to go ahead and uh, get to the reads, everyone. In case you don't know, MiamiComedy.com has an official NFT minted. And it is Flamboyant Flamingo, which is the name of this logo. Bam, right there. Okay? This fella is minted as an NFT. And the way the NFT will have value is that these are limited edition shirts. All right, we have blue and pink. Once this design gets sold out, I'm not reprinting the design anymore. This is a one-of-a-kind shirt. We are at about 30% inventory left. If you guys want to buy a shirt, a history of Miami comedy, go to MiamiComedy.com slash shop. Get a shirt because once they're sold out, we're going to do another design, and you will never see this design again. All right? And if you are a sponsor, hit me up. I'm looking for sponsors that can provide a good product or service that we can promote on the Miami Comedy Podcast. Just go uh, send me an email, Manny at MiamiComedy.com. Natalia, you know what's funny? Just last night, I was uh, doing a show at Gatsby's in, uh, oh, boy, what a hell gig that was. I mean, I did good. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a good time. But uh, I was at this place called Gatsby's, and I was hosting a burlesque show at Gatsby's, right? And uh, this place is like 12, you know, 13, 14 people, but it was lit because the, the crowd was so small. Everybody just wanted to be rude at the same time. It was like one big rude identity. So I had to go on and I had to like go off the cuff. Thank God for the podcast helping me do that. I had to go off the cuff and like work the crowd and kind of keep everybody calm. It was like a heckler on the left. There was a heckler in the back. And, I, you know, I had to tell him to shut up every once in a while. And I had to kind of like blend it all in. But at the end, it was a good show. Because I kept trying to make it as relatable as possible. And one of the things I asked was, hey, what is a good dish that you guys are having this evening? And one of the people in the front said, pierogi. Now, from what I understand, before I look it up, pierogi is a potato. Wait a second. Before I even look up pierogi, shout out to the lovely Tabitha, ladies and gentlemen. Wait. Tabitha. Thank you so much for your purchase 
of those badges. Everything counts. Whatever you guys put in the pot, it counts. All right? We're trying to do big things at MiamiComedy.com. So far, so good. You know, every, every month, every year, more and more progress. This is an independent company. So thank you, Tabitha, for the love. I appreciate you. I'll buy you a drink during ladies' night. <laughs> All right. Uh, pierogi, from my understanding, is potato, mushed potatoes, wrapped in uh, flour, and then it becomes like these uh, dumplings full of carbs, right? What part of Miami are you from? A lot of people would say I am in the Doral area, but a lot of people would say I am also in the uh, Fountain Blue area. And then a lot of people would also say I'm in the Westchester area. Uh, I'm somewhere in the... uh, where the Miami Improv is in Doral. Rubencito Colon. What's up? How are you? All right, so let's look it up. Pierogi. Yeah, it's a dumpling. All right, so a pierogi is filled dumplings made by wrapping unleavened dough around a savory or sweet filling cooking in boiling water. They are often pan-fried before serving. Pierogi are most associated with the cuisine of Central and Eastern European nations. And the main ingredients are dough, flour, eggs, water, filling. Okay, look. Natalia, with all due respect, they can be filled, but, uh, filling, but potatoes plus cheese are a popular option. Look, Natalia, I'm going to be honest with you, man. This, I, I heard this is delicious, but it still has that blandness that we were making fun of earlier. <laughs> it still sounds very bland. Uh, the main ingredients is dough, flour, eggs, water, f- and, and, and filling. This ain't it, bro. <laughs> this ain't it. Okay, try Flacky. <laughs> now, now you're trying to win it over. All right, well, wait, 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 wait. Try Flacky. Oh, my God, try pierogi. What is it? It's just fried flour. Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. Uh, Flacky. Let's look up flacky. Okay, so flacky or flaxy is a traditional Polish tripe. Oh, my God. Now we're looking at pig intestines. Polish tripe stew meat stew. It is one of the many Polish soups, which represents an important part of Polish cuisine, along with bigos, zurek, and pierogi. It is one of the most notable specialties in Polish cuisine. All right, so let's look at flaky ingredients. Uh, I bet the ingredients is like water, salt, broth, and intestines. Mm-mm, European cuisine! <laughs> I'm sorry, Natalia. I'm just messing with you. Uh, let's see. Ingredients. Two pounds of beef honeycomb tripe, which is pig intestines. Or is it cow intestines? Hey, Milas. You got me. <laughs> hey. Uh, what high school? Jesus Christ. This guy's just trying. Might as well put my social security. Uh, three pinches of salt. One pound meat, meaty beef soup bones or veal bones. One tablespoon of salt, four carrots, celery, chopped fresh parsley, beef broth, salt, ginger, mace, mace, uh, marjoram, uh, ground pepper. 
Yeah, Natalia, I, I stand by my decision. <laughs> this does not sound appetizing at all. Well, maybe I got to try it, you know? You sometimes got to try the food before you judge it. You can't just judge it by its... Um, you can't judge it by its uh, ingredients, right? Like, if you look at a burger, it's like bread, tomato, uh, lettuce, ground beef. Mm-mm. And you know what? It's delicious. You can never go wrong. Uh, wait, so what's pierogi? Just asking because I love trying new things. Pierogi is fried flour with filling. You got to try it. Polish food is delicious. I will. But, all right, well, I mean, is Miami culture enough to have Polish food? Polish food in Miami? Uh, Fritz and Franz Beer House. That's not Polish. From what I understand, that's German. Buena Vista Deli, Butcher Shop. The best Polish restaurants in Miami. All right, we're going to give a shout-out to Polish restaurants. Old World Polish Deli. Uh, where is this located? In Pompano Beach. See, you got to drive. See, there you go. Right there. Right there. There's certain cultures that are embraced in Miami, but not all. You got to go all the way to Pompano Beach to try some of this delicious tripe and pierogi that Natalia is talking about. <laughs> Do you like the new Chucky suit? I haven't seen it. Uh, Rogi Pierogies. This one is located in Delray Beach. There you have it. Hell yeah, we are. Yes. Yeah, see, there's no, there's only two results. One in uh, Pompano Beach and the other one in Delray. So there you have it, guys. There's no Polish food in Miami. So, Natalia, the next time you are in town, why don't you bring us some uh, pierogies and uh, tripe soup? I think people are only as open-minded as the food they're willing to try. That's true. And the music they're willing to hear. And the religion they're willing to get into. And the cults. I mean, why not join Scientology while we're at it, Steph? You know what I'm saying? I'm open-minded. That's why I'm a Scientologist. Next month, I'll be Jewish. And then the month after that, I don't know, I'll, I'll believe in Buddha or something. You know what I'm saying? Will do. Yeah, bring it to a comedy show, Natalia. Uh, all right, it is 11 o'clock. That is it for the Miami Comedy Podcast. Thank you all very much for the fun we're having, talking about culture, talking about the Art Basel, talking about the sketches we're writing. This is an amazing uh, you know, moment to be back doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to all the people, especially Tabitha, for uh, watching the show. Thank you all very much for tuning in. I'll see you guys hopefully tomorrow, 6 o'clock, because uh, I got to go in and out doing these podcasts depending on the, the night of the week because tomorrow I have Tipsy Flamingo in downtown Miami. Religion is different, is it? If you really want to be open-minded, you got to believe in like a good you know, 12 religions or so, because that way you'll understand the other people. Uh, thank you, Manny. Yo, you're welcome. Rayuelta. All right, guys, I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully 6 o'clock. Send me messages, send me some ideas on what kind of content you want to hear or me to make or topics or whatever. And, uh, yeah, make sure you get a shirt, support, buy badges, uh, come to a show, whatever it is, anything helps in order for me to take MiamiComedy.com to the next level to bring you guys independently produced comedy shows in the city of Miami. Thank you all very much. 
I'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.